Welcome to I Am Beloved podcast. My name is Bernice Rivera, founder of I Am Beloved, and I am super excited that you have decided to take this journey with me as we navigate towards learning how to forgive ourselves, heal ourselves, and love ourselves through God's eyes. Stay tuned because we have an amazing episode up next. Hey, I am beloved fam. We are back. Woo! We are back. We are in here. We are in here, y'all. For those of you who don't know me and you are new to my podcast, welcome to I Am Beloved Podcast. My name is Bernice Rivera, founder of I Am Beloved, and I am so excited that you are here with me in season two. Dos. This season, we are going to be talking about love. It's going to be the love talk. And like I said, for those of you who are new to my podcast, last season we were talking about healing, but I decided to take a pause on that because I realized that there's still a little bit more that I need to go and need to walk through when it comes to my healing journey. I'm here, we're here, we're in season two, and we're gonna be talking about the love talk. And listen, like Pastor Mike Todd says, we're gonna keep it hot this season. Like I'm talking about hot, okay? H-O-T. We're gonna keep it honest, open, and transparent. Today we are gonna be talking about worldly dating versus Christian dating. There's a lot to discuss about this topic but I just wanted to cover and go over about five differences between worldly dating and Christian dating so take out your notepads take out your pens and Lego number one the major difference between worldly dating and Christian dating is that in worldly dating it's all about honoring self it's all about self-gratitude it's about self-pleasing it's about self before others and it's pretty much just selfish christian dating on the other hand it's about honoring god worldly dating honoring self christian dating honoring god what does that mean that means that when you honor god and you choose to honor god you have to die to yourself you have to die to your flesh And instead of thinking self-pleasing, it's about God-pleasing. You're not pleasing yourself, you're pleasing God that everything that you do is to honor the Lord. God before all. Not self before others, but God before all. Self-sacrificing. Worldly dating is all about selfishness. Are you, you're not meeting my needs. You're not loving me. You're not uh, showing me my love language. It's all about I, 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 and me, me, me. Versus Christian dating should be all about self-sacrificing yourself for the other person. Love others the way that Christ loves them. Number two, worldly dating has a purpose. The purpose is usually to date for fun. Versus Christian dating, you're dating with a specific 
purpose in mind. Usually for those who are Christian dating, they're dating because they want to get married. End of story. Their desire is to be married. Worldly dating, it's more about fun. I got to keep my options open. In the world, there's this great mentality that it's all about disposable mentality. People are disposable. I don't like this person. Next. Like Jay-Z says, on to the next one. That's all about what the world and that's how the world sees dating. And it's really sad because in this generation nowadays, there is no commitment. There is no um you know, sticking it through, sticking it out, perseverance. It's about, hey, I don't really like you anymore. I'm not into you. Deuce, I'm out. In Christian dating, we believe in committing. We believe in working hard to what, for what you want. We believe in putting forth the effort into everything that we do. We do it onto the Lord. Now, listen, before you guys, you know, chew my head off, don't get me wrong. Worldly dating people in the world yes some of them do believe in commitment some of them do you know believe in marrying one person and being with them for the rest of their life they do in society nowadays in culture and everything that culture teaches you is mainly about you get tired of somebody peace out you're out you don't need to stick around there's plenty of fish in the sea like they say and before I continue like I said, this might not apply to everybody, but it's more of the worldly mindset. Worldly mindset, people dating in the world. And before I move on, let me explain myself. When I talk about Christian dating, I'm talking about Christians who are dating. There are many people who call themselves Christians, so what, it, what do exactly do I mean? Christians, in my definition of Christians, are followers of Christ, people who have decided to pick up their cross and follow Jesus, who have decided that they're going to live their life based on the word of God, that we use the Bible as our manual, that we have decided to love the Lord our God with all of our heart and all of our mind and all of our soul and all of our strength. And knowing that God's plans are better than my plans. God's way is better than my way. So I'm not going to live my life and do do things my way because I know that if I choose God's way, everything will be better. Those who are in the world are those who don't really have a relationship with God. They live their life pleasing themselves, not having to be accountable to anybody, not having to explain and anything to anyone might believe in God or believe that he's up there but are not living his, their lives to honor him that's not what it's about number three third difference between worldly dating and Christian dating this is a big one y'all worldly dating people who are dating in the world do not believe in waiting until marriage for sex versus Christian dating we believe that waiting until marriage is key let me explain why in a song of Solomon chapter 8 verse 4 it says do not stir up love or awaken love until it is ready the Bible talks about that when two people you decide to unite their lives in marriage decide to live the rest of their lives committed to each other that 
and and they unite in sexual intimacy the two of them become one flesh the two of them go on to become one flesh and you're literally giving your entire being your soul to that person and that person is giving their soul and their being to you so instead of two people a man and a woman you're becoming one one flesh in the world the worldly mentality is nah nah boo like you gotta try it before you buy it i'm not committing to you until you let me taste the goods in other words it's really sad because if we were able to understand the verse that it talks about the, the bible if we were able to understand the bible it says that two people become one flesh that means that every single time that you're having sex with somebody that you're sleeping with somebody you're giving away a part of yourself to that person you're giving a part of your soul and who you are to that person that has no plans of committing to you that is just hanging out and playing around with you for fun that doesn't know what they want with their life they're not ready to become a husband or wife and you're literally giving your entire being over to that person no wonder so many of us are walking around not knowing who we are so many of us are walking around not knowing our identity because of the fact that we're giving away ourselves to every other person and culture teaches especially men oh the more what's your body count how many girls you slept with what your what's your body count that's what culture teaches us that's what music videos teach us that's what the movies and and everything teaches us nowadays that the more bodies you got the cooler you are the more you got it going on that it's okay to walk around half naked because that's how you're gonna grab a man's attention when a real man, a man that's going to love you like Christ, is going to love you for your heart and for your mind, not for what your body can offer. Number four, the difference between worldly dating and Christian dating is accountability. I'm going to say that again. Accountability. Bernice, what does that mean? When you are dating as a Christian, it is very, very important. And I know that there's a lot of Christian relationships out there that are probably not doing this. But listen, if you can take anything away from me is this. If you are a Christian couple, you need accountability. What does that mean? Accountability is finding a friend, a mentor that you respect, that you can be honest with, you can be transparent with, and they can call you out on things you're not going down the right path. Accountability is when maybe you and your girlfriend want to honor God and want to please the Lord, but things start getting hot and heavy, you know, your hormones start raging, that you would be able to call up your friend, your mentor, your accountability partner and say, hey, like, I need you to to talk me off the ledge right now because I'm going to I'm, I'm about to go too far. And in the world, you don't got to let anybody know what's going on. In the world, I don't got to give explanations to nobody. Nobody needs to know my business. That's the world's mentality. So you have no one. You don't want people in your relationship. You don't want people in your business, which I get it and I understand. But in the world, people just do what they do and that's it. They don't have anybody to hold them accountable. They don't have anybody to that they give explanations to because if they want to have sex, they're going to do it. If they want to mess around, they're going to do it. If they want to go and cheat, they're going to do it. And again, I'm not saying everybody that is not Christian 
doesn't have values or doesn't have morals i'm not saying that at all but i'm trying to give you the major differences between the worldly mindset and the way that culture and society has fed into relationships versus the way that christians and and biblical dating should look like and what it's supposed to look like and the last difference between worldly dating and christian dating key point number five is transparency in christian dating we believe in transparency you need to talk about the good the bad and the ugly you need to have those tough conversations you need to allow your partner to know your deepest darkest secrets why because if you're committed to that person it's because you want to marry them one day like you're trying to build a life with them you're trying to get to know them you're trying to see if you're compatible with them for the fact that you want you're dating to marry not dating just to have fun or to get in their pants versus worldly dating secrets are okay like i said you ain't gotta know my business. It's sad because many times people in the world may walk into marriage with somebody that they barely even know. They might walk into marriage with somebody that they have, and that person has so many skeletons in their closet because they've just hiding away things and you really don't know that person like you thought you did. I wanna keep it very honest with y'all, very, honest open and transparent we're gonna keep it hot right quick the reason i can talk about the difference between worldly dating and godly dating or christian dating is for the fact that i did both i had relationships when i was in the world when i didn't care about having a relationship with god when i was just doing my thing living out there reckless like yolo i had a relationship four-year relationship in the world just doing whatever i want pleasing myself pleasing my flesh you know self-gratitude being selfish at the same time keeping my options open there was no commitment there but i also had the privilege and the opportunity to experience my first godly relationship my first christian relationship and i can tell you that unless you have accountability in your christian relationship it's not going to end well there's things that as christians who are dating you should do and things that you should not do for example there's christians who are in a relationship with other christians who believe that it's okay to kiss your boyfriend or girlfriend hey i'm not here to tell you no don't do it i'm not here to tell you that but I'm here to tell you to be very, very, very careful. Why? I had the honor, and like I said, um, I was very blessed with my first godly relationship ever, my first Christian relationship ever. And although it didn't turn out the way that I hoped it would, um, and you guys will probably be listening to that, and you'll probably be hearing that in the next podcast that I that I have coming up. We were together for two and a half years. I can honestly say as God, as my witness, that he was a man of God. He was a man of God. And even before we started dating, he had made a promise to God and to himself that he did not want to kiss the person he was dating until until marriage. Like he didn't want to, he didn't want to kiss his girlfriend or fiance until their wedding day. And 
we had to set boundaries that's another thing in the christian dating world you have to have boundaries because if you don't have boundaries again it can get messy real real quick i had the opportunity to be able to experience a godly relationship with him and the fact that he was able to honor god and we were both able to honor god through a relationship listen did we have some moments yeah we did have some moments that's why i'm here trying to tell y'all to be careful what are some things that as christians you should avoid being alone in compromising places for example the car oh no you know we're just listening to music in the car and before you know it you're gazing into his eyes he's gazing into yours you're smiling you're giggling and one thing goes to the next how do i know because i dated in the world and i dated in christian dating i dated both and there was one time in particular where we honored god our whole relationship but there was one time where we were hanging out in the car listening to music and it got a little heavy why just a kiss and from that turned into makeout session and we had to literally stop ourselves we had to be like no 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 this is not okay we didn't fornicate we didn't have sex but it got too hot and that's not what god created us for it literally says in song of solomon do not awaken love before it's time that means that before you're ready to become one before you're ready completely in mind body and soul to be married then you shouldn't put yourself in places where you can be tempted jesus was tempted so it does not matter how holier than thou you think you are. It does not matter how prayed up, how fast up you think you are. If you are not careful and you're putting yourself in tempting situations, you can fall. And by the grace of God, that didn't happen to us. We, after that situation, we decided that no, not even a pop kiss is okay for us. Why? Because we know ourselves. You might hide from church people, but God sees you and God knows you. So let's be real, those couples out there who are listening to me or those Christians who are singles and wanting to get married, wanting to find a person, please avoid putting yourself in compromising situations. Find an accountability partner. Find somebody who you can who can hold you accountable, who can talk with you, who can tell you straight up when you're wrong. And guess what? We had an accountability partner. And when things got a little too a little too heated, we had to call up our accountability partner and we sat down with my parents and we had the talk. Like, listen, just kissing. It was not godly kissing, <laughs> if that makes sense. You have to be careful. You have to be careful as a Christian. You have to be careful as a man of God, a woman of God, or a, a Christian single. Do not put yourself in places that you know are not good for yourself. And you need to have those accountability partners so that they can call you out on things that you need to know. And last but not least, do not play the field because you're playing with God's child. You're playing with somebody's heart. If the person that you're with right now and you're in a godly Christian relationship, if the person that you're with right now is not helping you up and helping you build your spiritual life up and you're not growing in the Lord, then that person is probably not for you. If you feel like you're not praying um, 
and not spending time with the Lord and your priorities are all a whack, that person is not for you. Anything or anyone that you put before the Lord is going to become your idol. And the only person that should be number one in your life is God. With that, I leave you with the differences between worldly dating and godly dating. I hope that this episode blessed your life and that you were able to learn something new. See you next time. Thank you for listening to I Am Beloved podcast. I hope you enjoyed yourself and that you are walking one step closer to your healing. See you next time. Adios.